Hi, and welcome to The Property Pod. Today, I'm joined by Jo from our marketing department at Atwell Solicitors, and she's going to be speaking to us about the new website and what that means for the firm. So welcome to the podcast, Jo. Thanks so much for coming on. Thank you for having me. Yeah, great. So um, tell me a bit about Atwell's and what we do. Atwell's Solicitors are a modern law firm. We predominantly work in property, hence the uh, title of the podcast. Mm -hmm. But we also do aspects around business and commercial law, employment and private client, which relates to um, the individual. Mm-hmm. Great. And what was the main idea behind creating a new website? The main idea was to work on the price transparency and the way we conveyed information. We wanted to make it easier for people to be able to search topics and to be able to find key information about the the service they required, but also the process. Mm. So that was my that was the main kind of goal behind it. So for all of our services now, you're able to get a price mm-hmm. and in many of them you'll be able to instruct online. Mm. Very nice. nice. And um, how do you envision the website evolving in the future? So for me, it's all about improving the consumer journey, um, which means not only the way you've come about and you find out wells and how you can quote and instruct online, but also the experience. Mm. We need to improve the experience for the consumer um, we need to remove away from solicitors as slow and that sludginess that we seem to get sort of teamed up with more to a progressive speed and positive way of working and there are times where we're quite quiet because we're busy doing things but mm. actually the consumer needs to know that we're busy doing things yeah. and to work on timelines and to work on actual feeding the information into that process so you're not left for weeks wondering what's going on yeah. that's that communication exactly that's what we need to work on for me that comes to, to the part of a um, CRM system so a customer relationship management um, way of dealing with things but also maybe a portal in the future too yeah, definitely. I think it's great that we have such like clarity on pricing and it's not like you have to scroll for ages to look for something. It's just yes. there. And even from my perspective as like a non-buyer, it's just much easier to find than other places like in a leaflet or something. Just, yeah, yeah. It's, it's not tucked away. It's actually it's right in front of you. Right in front yeah. of you. It's not, you don't have to search for it. So mm-hmm. it's, it's good. And what do you think the legal sector could do to improve consumer experience? Um, so for me, I kind of follow off, off the stance of the SRA, which are, are the um, professional body that oversee our sort of regulation body. And they've done some work around price transparency, which I, I think is good. I would argue they could go further in terms mm. of, as we touched upon before, some websites that I've gone on to, to, to research and do competitive research. The price information is almost buried. It's so deep down. Mm. And for me, I feel that the SRA could step in and do a little bit more in that, in that field and say, no, no, actually it has to be it has to be visible, has to be easy, access, accessible by the client. Make the pricing the forefront. Um, quoting elements, and we use Hula, but you can. There's there's lots of third parties. You can even create your own. There's there's no sort of limit to it. Um, helps with pricing so if you type in information, mm. almost like a um, questions and answers sort of remit, I suppose. Then you you have a price that that comes up, and this is this is the the, the quote. Just get that and get that more accurately done and to be able to take that a step further and instruct mm. and to be able to enable a lot of the process to be online where where possible mm. and to give give the client that choice. I think, you know, a lot of what the industry are doing and moving towards this this whole premise of being online, which I understand 
from a marketing perspective but also there's people out there sort of my mum's age perhaps and, and older who don't necessarily like this internet so also as well catering around for the different demographics and how they can maybe rather having one size fits all they can actually look at it as, as a more profiling process mm. and look at how we can connect different sectors of 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 people the more community aspect so i like the idea of the legal firm looking at the impact on the environment so i think there's another thing that they could do to to improve to look at their carbon footprint and to look at how ways they can maybe benefit the wider community in terms of education one of um one of the things that we do really well at Wells is our uh, work experience program and our training programs for paralegals the the legal sector as it has an systemic problem of um diversity and the only way you're going to do that is via education and bringing different people in mm. and for me you know working with the community is a great way to do that mm. a law firm should be a reflection of the community um and i don't think that's all, always the case at the moment so that's that's the, the second thing um third thing and i believe the sri are doing this is to work on um making sure that all law firms have reviews client reviews because it really does illustrate the client experience um a lot of law firms tend to be quite popular based on perceived brand perception so for example locally we have some really historic old law firms mm. um and they're just known because they've been for so long i would argue does that equate to good customer service mm. I'm not saying it doesn't by the way i just want to if anyone's watching <laughs> just <saying that. laughs> don't, don't yeah. moan at me i'm not saying it doesn't but in, you know you see you see the the people that put a lot of money into advertising and a lot of money into the pr and promotion and, and they're known i mean you, you can do personal injury is a great area where this occurs in and does that does that knowing does that brand identity equate to good customer service mm. so for me client reviews is a way of being able to address that issue and then you can't just spend you know tens of thousands of pounds on on branding you didn't have to invest Deliver. some of that yeah. money into the customer experience and for me that's that's the best way the industry could change they need to look at it more from the customer's perspective mm, definitely yeah yeah and what three things should a consumer consider before purchasing a service? So as previously mentioned, reviews, read read the client reviews. Um, we use FIFO to collect real client reviews. So check out FIFO. Trustpilot do the same thing um, for members, I believe. But general public can actually still write reviews there. Um, Google, I'll be more wary of. I find from, from a sort of legal law firm perspective that you can get people from the other side mm. um, writing reviews. So what that means is if you're acting for the buyer, for example, the seller could then write a review about you on Google because it doesn't actually have to be a client. Mm. So it could actually be another member of the public who just happens to have a grudge against someone who works for you. Do you know what I mean, it's it's very vague. You There's no check or balance there. Mm. It could be anyone. Yeah. Um, so... That's why I always I we sort of write FIFO, Trustpilot, um, Roost Lister is another one. You, you have to be a client. So 
look at those reviews also make sure you get a price mm -hmm. if you if possible a fixed fee because you know that's exactly what, what, what the bills can be yeah. um obviously some services vary so probably exceptions that will be probate where you could argue it's actually better mm. to have a full service but then you know as in our firm we will give you as much information about pricing as possible mm. so so there's no surprise bills um even in that instance and the third thing for me would probably be about trying to speak to the actual solicitor mm -hmm. um in conveyancing we sort of tend to you speak to the sales team first but you're still speaking to a person um if you can have a chat and a conversation it gives you a really good insight to how the company runs mm -hmm. if you're struggling to speak to a solicitor that could be an indication that you're going to struggle to speak to a solicitor full stop um so I would use that as a way of just gauging what the company's like and whether you feel actually I, I can trust this company with an important life milestone for me, which typically people do come to law firms for, such as moving home or writing or dealing with probate, employment issues. These are all very emotional, life-changing events. So you need to be able to talk and communicate well with your solicitor. Mm, definitely. And um, why is communication so important? It's it's just the way you convey information. So it's the it's the real mechanism of building a relationship, which sounds really dodgy and dubious, but <laughs> I don't mean it in that way. Yeah. Um, but building building personal relationships is the foundation of humanity. That's how we communicate. So that's how we behave. And that's how we learn. If if um, the communication is missing in in any industry, how are you going to let the person know what you do and what you can offer? How are they going to let you know what they need? Mm. So again, like in all in all um, products and services, it's need and and solution. So you have a need, for example, maybe to move home, and we have the solution. We can do your conveyancing, but it goes beyond that in terms of it could be you're communicating to me. Actually, I would like to move on this particular day because of a religious re reason. It's 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 lucky or it's sacred. And could be more practical. I need to move you on the school holiday six weeks because my children are often not going to impact their schooling. When they go back, they're going to be attending in the school nearer near to our new house all those types of things that we need to communicate you know in, in sort of the private client realm of things it could be that um a, a person maybe there may be some discussion about loss of capacity or where it comes to declarations of trust having that in communication about a partner and, and money and aspects and, and being quite personal about finances and, and future plans mm. and having that aspect of trust and being able to communicate that to your um, solicitor is very important but that obviously starts in most cases on the website so that is that, that initial information you put on your website and if you can read it and understand it that's another form of communication mm. needs to be understood being able to get a price all those type of things that's all communication yeah definitely and um, do you think virtual law firms are the future um I, I honestly don't I don't believe they are um so it's just uh I just feel people are always going to want to come into the office or always going to want to come and see someone or friend someone mm. and I know you can argue oh, people can call you at home 
but the atmosphere is different mm. um they can't just pop in with paperwork it takes time to get to you mm. so covid has probably taught us that there were aspects that we have taken on board um zoom meetings for example mm. but there's other bits we realize actually it's fundamentally important um education for example training paralegals you just can't do that remotely mm, definitely not yeah they need to be in the office they, they need to absorb the environment listen to people observe have that i can just pop in next door where there's someone more senior or maybe we have a lot of open plan offices in our building so just being able to go over to someone's desk and have that communication that that chat Mm. it's so important mm. and I think that you can't underestimate you know what that does to to bring on the next generation mm, definitely especially with like work experience apprenticeships all that sort of stuff yeah, yeah. there's no way like obviously we offer it remotely um for a few days of the week but it definitely I don't think you can ever really replace the sort of office environment and being around those people that have all no, that no. sort of knowledge so. and that was sort of more of I had to do because of covid rather than that mm. would be our preferred model but oh yeah um yeah, you you just learn so much. I mean, just in maybe the situation with us, just sort of being market, marketing and stuff and how how it's best just to communicate that and just be able to get whiteboards out and, and yeah. being scribble quite creative walls. and scribble on walls and stuff. <laughs> Not that we and, do that. <laughs> and uh, it's, it's such a different experience to email where there is no emotion. It's really hard to understand. It's really hard to misunderstand someone, mm. how someone meant an email can be very different from how it's received mm. so yeah face to face is always better on the phone mm. and on that note how do you think that covid19 has changed the legal sector i th- i think it for me it's it's progressed the digital revolution um it's the fourth revolution revolution i can't say that word. they they uh they refer to it as mm. so if we had the internet of everything um and that's that's changing and it's changing it's changing the high street mm. but it's going to change the service industry it's going to change it's it's going to change everything and it that that has come on quicker i mean prior to covid we saw businesses such as bhs um go to go down locally woolworths um loads of different chains i mean debenham's just mm. has gone um and that's unfortunately is is the way it's gonna it's gonna start people are online shopping um amazon you see these industries boomed during COVID. Um, and while there's a certain argument against our people, you know, and still want to try on things, yes, in some respects, but they're going to do a lot of their research online. Mm. You know, that turn, buy something online and returning it um, is going to be the way forward of shopping. And, and once online retailers get that right, I can't see shops being overly popular anymore they need to work on the experience and the same with services it's going to be as i said with law firms it's still going to be people going to want to draw paper paperwork people are going to want to pop in and chat and so we're going to have to sign documents mm. but it's not going to be like it used to be you're not going to come in and instruct people on the reception mm. there isn't going to be that i've got this problem i'm going to walk in because you're going to email so for me covid has brought that revolution on quicker and law firms are already behind mm. they're not ahead of the curve digitally um if you were to compare us to to say the media or even to online shopping say like um, a clothing online retailer we're so behind mm. in terms of what we offer digitally 
that COVID has made us address that. When the order came to stay home, the first one with Boris, uh, a lot of law firms were just taken by surprise and didn't know how to react. Mm. When luckily we were very digital anyway and we were able to adapt very quickly. We literally turned it over in a day. But for other law firms, they had they had a real pause and almost a period of closure before they could re-engage with the market and knew what they were doing. That's what COVID has, has done. And... Mm having meetings digitally now via zoom that's gonna stay mm. there's no question the working from home it has crept in now mm. again i'd argue perhaps because of training needs and because of consumer needs it won't be full a full time thing that would allow for virtual law firms but it's certainly going to be one two days a week which again is going to have impact on things like um the climate because people are not traveling to work so um people's carbon footprint then is going to be reduced so there's lots of positivity to it mm. as well i yeah, think definitely. things are changing changing for the better yeah i think it's good that you know we've kept up to the times and stuff and we are allowed to do yes yeah. online stuff but we also offer a personal service you know you can get on the phone to a, a lawyer and this is this is the thing this is what's key with with the website it's that personal service mixed in with digital mm. It's not digital replaces the personal service. That's yeah. not what digital revolution is about. It's like you must get that mixture yeah. right. You've got to get the mixture right, yeah. and that's what I think we do really well at Wells. We we've got the mixture Definitely. just right. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming on today, Joe. It's been really informational. And for all you guys at home, if you did like this episode, please uh, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. And we'll see you in the next episode. <laughs> <laughs>